is Faith Revisited. Welcome to the podcast. On Faith Revisited, we'll talk about our own church as we're constantly trying to adapt to an ever-changing world as a downtown historic church. We'll talk about United Methodist Matters as our denomination faces an exciting and uncertain future. We'll explore church leadership in the 21st century. And we'll talk to different faith leaders about their perspectives of religion today, how we can be more authentic, stop alienating people, and how faith is more important than ever to connect us to God and each other. Hey, maybe we'll touch on a topic that speaks to exactly where you are in your faith. We won't know until we try, right? Let's do it. Welcome Faith Revisited listeners. We're so glad to have you here today. This episode comes at interesting timing. As you all know, Ben and I are recording this Faith Revisited podcast episode at 1 p.m. Eastern on Election Day. So it is November 3rd, and it will be released the day after the election comes out. So we thought it would be very fitting, this timing, along with an amazing sermon series that Ben is doing at Trinity United Methodist Church about, called The Great Divide. And we thought this would be fitting. So we're going to give you five ways to survive the election. Five ways, election survival 101. How are we going to put it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that this has been an exhausting year, you know, and and any normal election year is exhausting, but 2020 is exceptional because of all the other exhausting things in our life. So, um, and then there's that possibility. I mean, like you said, we're sitting here at 1 p.m. on election day. We know nothing about the results, Mm -hmm. um, even though those who are going to be listening to this will know more about them. But, But the reality is there's a great likelihood, as we know, that we won't know for days, yeah, maybe even a couple of weeks uh, who won this thing. And so it's one of those things like, thank God election day is here. And then it's like, oh man, this thing could drag on. And <laughs> just drag that on. knot in your stomach just keeps twisting. Yeah. yeah in, 20, in 2020 fashion, it could just keep dragging and dragging and dragging like most of this year has done. So yes. yeah, the, the sermon series is really, we're going to spend the month of November looking at how to follow Jesus in a politically divided world because in the in the in light of this election and its aftermath we're going to have to figure out how to be christian in a very divided world and so mm-hmm. yeah I'm, I'm excited about the series gotten some good feedback on it so far but uh five things i just kind of rattle these off that that uh ways that we can survive this election season and help one another survive this election absolutely season. so the first one is this pray for your neighbor especially your neighbor who votes differently than you I'm a firm believer that if you start praying for somebody, you you have to think about them differently. Mm -hmm. If not immediately, uh, at least over time, you will think about them differently. Now, you may not always agree with them. You may not always like them, but it is really hard how elections have this way of coming between neighbors. And, um, you know, I I would like to think you can have neighbors and friends who support both candidates um, for president who support both parties, mm-hmm. um, you know, that, that's what America is built on. And, and as Christians, I think it's important that we uh, remember to live out of the framework that says, before I judge my neighbor or get angry with my neighbor for thinking and seeing the world differently, I need to pray for my neighbor. 
Yeah, that's great. I saw a wonderful post this morning that, you know, your physical neighbor is still going to be there tomorrow. Um, the person who bags your groceries is another neighbor. They will still be there. It won't change their opinions or matters or all that kind of stuff. Everyone in your life is still going to be there um, next week, um, tomorrow, whenever that may be. So it's exactly right. Pray for your neighbor regardless. And yeah. especially those who think differently than you. Absolutely. That way we can, we can begin to break down some of this division. The second way that I think we can help each other uh, survive this election season, and this is a big one because social media is just trash. It is toxic. And it's it, it getting worse and worse. But think before you post. And this is what – just think about the old uh, uh, churchy adage, WWJD. What would Jesus do? Before you post an angry response, before you put a, a snarky post up, before you get on that news feed and blast somebody, um, what would Jesus do in that moment? Like, just ask yourself, just take a deep breath, take a beat, and just ask, what would Jesus do right here? Odds are Jesus probably wouldn't put that post down at all. Yeah. So I think that's the second way that we can survive this election is just think before you post. Yeah, there's no need to be vile to each other. Yeah, and, and there, there's something about being online, and I, I, I'm convinced it's that disembodied experience yeah, you're that hidden. you say things that you would never say to someone's face. Yeah. And, and so if you wouldn't say that to that person's face, if you wouldn't post this to someone who disagrees with you, like in front of them, just, what well, you know, I mean. Don't just, do it. Yeah, just because Facebook gives you a platform doesn't mean your platform matters that much that you <laughs> use it in that way. Come on. Just don't do it. Yeah, yeah and, and never has anyone's mind been changed through a Facebook comment thread. Yeah, it's not worth so, it. Yeah, think before you post. Number three, number three, and I think this is a really important one, and it's hard to remember when you get in the weeds of, of, of the final days and hours of an election, but remember, God is still God the day after the election. Mm-hmm we're going to survive this. Yeah. You know, and like you said, we're going to have our neighbors mm -hmm. the next day and the day after that and the day after that. And God is still on the throne even after the election is over. Yeah. So if anything, a, it's more important for us to be followers of Jesus and yeah. keep persevering forward. Right. Right. And, and it's a way of keeping our focus on, you know, it's cliche, but you got to keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah. And we, you know, yeah. to remember this is to remember what our life is really all about, which leads us into our fourth um, way that we can survive this election season. And that is to live out of your true identity. We mm -hmm. talked about this on Sunday, like you're not first and foremost a Democrat or a mm -hmm. Republican if you claim to be a follower of Jesus. Yeah. So if you claim to be a follower of Jesus, that's not being a Democrat or Republican or an independent is not your primary identity. Mm -hmm. It could be one way that you express your identity but your primary identity is found in Christ. Yeah. And when you live out of that, you live in a very different way in a hyper-partisan world. Yeah, that's great. I love the example that our, our church family is very different viewpoints politically. Uh, we all have very common goals to become a disciple of Jesus and to follow God and to love everyone and everyone's welcome. That is our core values at Trinity. But how we think politically is very different in our congregation. Probably not as different. You know, we probably are more different than a lot of congregations, but um, we're, we all are united in the exact same way. And that's that we want to be disciples of Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, and, and it's funny because people who n- know a little bit about our church and know a little bit about, you know, what we do and what we stand for and all, they, I think they assume that we are a politically homogenous church. Mm-hmm. And when I tell them, like, I got a lot of Republicans in this church. I'm like, really? Wait, yeah, we just, I got Republicans who love gay people. I don't understand. The yeah. Like it's What's a pretty the... politically diverse church it is. And, and, and they're different ends of the spectrum, obviously. Yeah. And, and there are probably certain um, flavors of, I'm trying to say this in a nice way. There are certain flavors of each party mm-hmm. that may not be present in our church. And thank mm-hmm. goodness, because yeah. those extremes just, don't uh, they're not as helpful either yeah. way but but yeah we've got a lot of people who um who 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 are republican and democrat and and this election's been hard on them especially our folks who who tend to vote republican and tend to um and who may have voted republican in 2016 i've, I've had many conversations with them that that they struggle because you know, they may not like that choice this time. And the same mm-hmm. could be true on the Democrat side as well. I just happened to have had more, mm-hmm. more uh, conversations with Republicans this time around. But yeah, I, and I have to re- just remind people like I'm everybody's pastor. Yeah. So I, I mean, I have my own personal beliefs and, mm-hmm. you know, I share them off air, but I mean, I still have to be a Republican members pastor at the end of the day too. Absolutely. Yeah. So our true identity, remember your true identity is found in Christ, not in your political party. Number five, God is not Democrat or Republican. Ooh. I mean, God, God transcends yeah. these partisan divides, and it's so easy for us as Democrats or Republicans or independents to think that we are ultimately, we have exclusive access to God. Mm-hmm. God is none of these parties, and so as Christians, we are called to be the bridge across lines of division. You know, because God, if God made everyone in God's image and, and everyone is a child of God, then no matter how you vote, even when you've got a neighbor who frustrates you with the way they vote, you have to see the image of Christ mm-hmm. in them. And so we're called, and that's going to be an important calling, I think, over the next few weeks because, you know, there's all these things worry about civil unrest and, you know, violence and, you know, one side or the other is going to be really upset mm-hmm. when this is all over with. And Also, how, one side or the other is upset every four years. Yes. Yes. No matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so how, uh, you know, the unique calling I think Christians have right now for the rest of this year is to really try to be that bridge that transcends those political divides, whether your candidate wins or not, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we, we've got, uh, November, we've got Thanksgiving, we've got Advent coming. This is, this is the time of year that we bear witness to, to, to the coming of Christ into Mm -hmm. a broken world. And so how we can embody that is super important. One question, I posed this on Sunday. I stole it from Andy Stanley, and I, and I want to share it with podcast listeners that's really important to remind yourself. And that is, can you, ask yourself this, can you evaluate your politics through the lens of faith rather than creating a faith that looks just like your politics? Mm. Too often as Christians, we speak about our faith in partisan political ways. Yeah. And it needs to be the other way around. Mm-hmm. So how we come at our politics through a lens of faith, and that that could express itself in different ways, and that's fine. But but it also changes the tone and the tenor with which we talk about politics when it comes to the lens of faith first, because it's it's it, it leads with the chin of grace, mm-hmm. you know, and humility. So that's a really important question. But those those five things I get, I'll name them one more time, just so uh, listeners can write them down and share them. One, pray for your neighbor, especially the neighbor who votes different. Two. Think before you post. What would Jesus do? Number three, God is still God the day after the election. 
Number four, live out of your true identity found in Christ. And number five, God is not a Democrat or a Republican. Be the bridge across divide. That's wonderful. That's good. And I really pray for all of our listeners and those beyond our listeners as this podcast will come out the day after the election. We don't know results or we may not know, but I just want to pray for everyone that our world is a little up on end right now. And I just pray for peace in everyone's soul and um, God's still there for you. So. Absolutely. And, 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 you know, and, and I, I posted this this morning on uh, Facebook, just, and it doesn't matter wh- whichever way you vote, but, but make a plan to vote. Voting is good. It is a great civic duty that as Christians, we're called to participate in civic life. Um, at, thank your poll workers is another thing. Like mm-hmm. if you haven't voted yeah, I guess people are listening. They will have vote. Already, yeah. But remember, remember when you go vote, your poll workers have worked so hard this year, mm-hmm. record numbers, and thank those people. And then, you know, vote with your heart and with your vote. Excuse me, pray with your heart and pray with your vote. <laughs> uh, but doing those things prayerfully, no matter how you vote, I think mm-hmm. it, it brings us, uh, brings a very unique Christian uh, witness that's needed in our divided world. Yeah. And let's go positively into Advent season. Yes. So we're going to be looking ahead probably in the next couple of weeks at doing a couple of Advent posts. Uh, Obviously, uh, there's one that I want to, once we kind of get around this, um, a game plan for Christmas, because we're going to be looking at a Mm -hmm. hybrid Christmas this year. And I would love to share those ideas uh, very soon for people who are planning. So we've got some fun stuff, seasonal things coming up on the podcast. Hooray. Thank you all for listening today. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your week. Remember to give us a five-star review on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts and connect with um, both of us on social media and at Faith Revisited Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and online. So thank you all for listening. Hope you have a wonderful week. We will talk to you soon. See you next time.